0: Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com.
1: Oh yeah, here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome everyone to First City Forum. I'm your host, Zach Layton, here in the studio with some friends from the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. How are we doing today, folks? Good, good. Doing fine. Fantastic.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: Of course, of course. Uh, do me a favor and introduce yourselves so everyone at home knows who we're talking to here.
0: Uh, my name's Steve Dempsey. I'm with the Catch Can Reentry Coalition.
2: Lisa Delat with the Crisis Now Community Program.
0: Crisis Now Community and
1: Reentry Coalition. Fantastic. So before we get into anything that's topical and you know wire here more specifically, tell us a little bit about what what is. KWC like what what do you do for us here in our community
2: sure the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition um, our vision is a vibrant and healthy community through collaboration Mm. assessment and action
1: Beautiful. I love that. So what is it, what are some things that you do here in the community to, to kind of make that vision come to fruition?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we have a behavior health, uh, coordinator and task force, and they Mm -hmm. work on educating and promoting, um, health and wellness, uh, mental health, um, behavior health there. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Brissette is one of our, uh, is our behavior health mm. coordinator and she works on fun projects. She does a lot of social media and, um, she's working on right one right now for Easter that that's fun. And sometimes it's just about like sharing an, an encouraging word, simple as that mm. sometimes.
1: Yeah. Being sort of an, an advocate and, and a presence, in that way exactly perfect yeah and and Steve like you want to tell us a little bit about you know what your role is here with the within
0: KWC sure my role is the um, reentry coordinator Mm. and basically Ketchikan is one of eight communities across the state that are uh, putting a great deal of effort into trying to reduce recidivism as people come Mm -hmm. out of incarceration things are very difficult for most folks trying to get on their Mm -hmm. feet and so my job w- with is to um, help direct them in various places where they can find the resources they might need for substance abuse, mental health, housing, employment, mm. um, food security, that sort of thing. What well, we, you know, the state State of Alaska has got a sixty six percent recidivism rate, mm. and That's terrible, ter- yes, it is terrible. And um, basically, that that. That relates to two out of three people that are released from incarceration end up being reincarcerated within the next three years. And oftentimes it's for reasons such as violating their conditions of probation, parole, that sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of requirements that a person has to um, fulfill when, they, when they're released from incarceration. And oftentimes it makes it pretty difficult, particularly if they've been involved with substance use for the last many number of years.
1: Mm -hmm, I can imagine.
0: Yeah, so for example if they don't have appropriate housing what ends up happening is they start uh, couch surfing with their old friends and next thing you know they're back into the same problems that that they used to have uh, Mm -hmm. using again and that sort of thing. So we're trying to run kind of intermediate of that and see if we can Mm -hmm. help them find stable places to live. The the coalition has um, has four small apartments that we're able to provide mm. for people. Um, and at this point, we've got three men and one, one woman in the apartment complex. And basically, they're they're there. It's supposed to be set up. They're there for six months. Mm. However, with the housing crisis going on in the community, we're finding they're yeah. there for nine months, mm-hmm. maybe even 12 months. And we don't want to kick them out. They're all involved in substance abuse programming, mental mm. health programming. So, um, But it's very difficult for them to through their jobs, oftentimes their minimum wage jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, It's difficult to put together a deposit and first and last month's Mm -hmm. rent to get into a place. So we're trying to run interference with that and help them with that, work with other agencies um, on the island to to help with this housing issue. Um, One of the things we've got coming up in August is we're going to do what we call a re-entry simulation. Mm -hmm. And basically what that is is we're we're going to um, we're going to do it at the high school, and we're going to try and create in real life, real time, what it's like for uh, people coming out of incarceration to uh, take care of the various tasks that they have to do. So mm-hmm. we're asking the community to come together. We're asking a number of um, uh, leaders, um, community leaders, as mm-hmm. well as you know law enforcement and court systems and uh, a number of groups to come together to participate in our simulation mm-hmm. to try and give folks an idea of the difficulty mm-hmm. it is for people released from incarceration to, to manage the system. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a little chaotic but that's the point. <laughs> it's supposed to be a little chaotic. The life is a little chaotic. Life sometimes. is a little chaotic, that's <laughs> right. So we're looking forward to that in August mm-hmm. and um, uh, we, have, uh, we have an active board. We get together once a month if um, anyone out there would be interested in uh, talking to us about being part of the board, you can reach me at 228-7556, and we're always looking for more board members um, hmm. to help us get involved with it. So yeah, sounds like a
1: worthy cause. Uh, now, is the you mentioned the four apartments for <coughs> the, mm-hmm. the the members that you're, you're, of the community that you're assisting? Right. Is that something that you're looking to expand?
0: Yes, we would like to expand it. Basically, we have four places available, and I probably get uh, a dozen requests every mm-hmm. week wow. for places. So a dozen per week. Yes. Oh, my we're, goodness. So we're trying to uh, work with um, various, you know, the homeless shelter, various KIC, mm-hmm. various other agencies uh, on the island to see what we could do to coordinate our efforts. Because mm-hmm. housing is difficult for many people right mm-hmm. now. So we're trying to figure out what to do to work together. Um, just, yeah, to help with the whole housing issue. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the program is voluntary. You know, we all know that um, if, if uh, some people are not ready to uh, to change what they're doing, um, and so they don't, they don't have to be a part of what we're doing, um, but if folks that are coming out of incarceration are at the point in their life where they're really saying, enough's enough, I'm done with this, going in and out of this kind of lifestyle, then we'll do everything we can do to try and support their their recovery and moving forward. Mm-hmm. So. Fantastic. So
1: it sounds like, Lisa, to circle back, that KWC has many, like, petals of a flower, like, of, of different, you know – Areas that you are affecting in the community and that this, you know, recidivism program is is one of those pedals. Am I right?
2: Yes, exactly. There's actually um, eight dimensions of wellness. We have social, intellectual, mm. financial, environmental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and occupational.
1: Mm. And so you, it sounds like you collaborate a lot with different organizations or different groups or entities within the community, like with Steve here and, and with what he's doing. Yes. So, what, what are some other you know organizations or or entities that you collaborate with?
2: Um, pretty much everyone here in town. We okay. really try to. Um, and uh, one of the or one of the areas is you know behavior health and substance use, mm-hmm. and um, because that affects you know all of all of the other dimensions of wellness. So working with our behavior health organizations, um, we try to educate and promote the new nine eight eight number, which is the suicide mm-hmm. and crisis uh, lifeline
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, call line. And that, if you call from a nine zero seven area code, it's answered within the state of Alaska. Okay. Um, so, trying to educate that, that the use of that, and it doesn't right. have to be a full-blown, full-blown crisis. Um, it could be a question that you have about mental health, mm. or you're worried about a friend. You can use that resource.
1: Yeah, that's that's really, I think, paramount for a lot of, especially young people, right? But the services that you, you know, like. WISH is, you know, primarily focusing on, like, women in safe homes, right? And then you have, like, KIC is, you know, the, the Native American community. But but KWC really is for, for anyone, right? You're yes. Like, yes. youth and, and elderly and, and everyone in between, right?
2: Yes. And all of these organizations, or many of them in town, actually have... Um Multi, multiple areas that, that they provide services, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, uh, works with more than just women and children. Um, KIC has a domestic violence um, program as well. Um, so a lot of these places are multifaceted with the services that they provide.
1: Absolutely. So it sounds like like you can be like a point of contact for people. Like If they're not sure which petal of the flower they really should go to, they could, they could contact you, right, and you could kind of steer them. Yes. where they would need to go
2: yep one of the things that we've done is created a catch a can one two three program mm. and that's a booklet and we're working on getting it um, online as well a resource guide to mm. um, to services that you're looking for here in town
1: absolutely so i mean i imagine it takes quite a uh, strong and diverse team of people to run an you know an organization like this with uh, you know so many multifaceted you know areas of expertise. And so, you know, is that something that you're looking to expand as well?
2: Yes. Yep. Yeah, actually, um, we, yep. Jackie Yates is our new executive director mm. a few months Fantastic. into it and she's been absolutely wonderful. Mm. Um, and we actually have been growing and, mm. um, Steve is looking for a reentry program assistant. Um, that job opening was just posted and then, um, Our drug free community program coordinator position Mm. is open. We're sad to see Dennis, uh, leave, but glad that he's moving on to something Mm -hmm. that, um,
1: bittersweet. Absolutely. Yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then the executive assistant position and that's Jackie Yates um, Mm -hmm. as the executive director, that's her assistant, um, that position's opening as, as well.
1: Okay. So Steve, what what are you looking for with this this position that's open and, and what's the name of the title um, again?
2: Reentry Program Assistant.
1: Reentry Program Assistant. What is that? What what are you looking for? In a qualified candidate.
0: Well, I th- I think um <coughs> probably to counterbalance my my uh challenges which would be social media <laughs> programs which ah, would so be um
1: not tech-savvy. Not
0: tech-savvy. No, no. <laughs> so I'm I'm savvy. looking I'm looking for some help in that way. Um, to, help, to help in terms of organizing the board meetings and, and mm. to follow through with the various tasks and assignments. We have a lot of people involved with the board and with an assistant. I could uh, the, Between the two of us, we could get around on a regular basis to those folks and mm. um, plan and work, look, work a little better together. So that's what we're looking for. It would be, it'd be a part-time position, mm. okay. um, and hopefully we find somebody that's fairly f- familiar with Ketchikan and the various agencies mm-hmm. involved here in town.
1: Yeah, of course. So. Now, what are what what are the qualifications, and, and is age, you know, an issue? Is this something that you know, you said it's part time? Is this something that, you know, maybe someone who's either in college or fresh out of college could could be you know potential for? Or is it you really looking for somebody with a a skill set that's a little beyond that? No, issue?
0: I I think I think um, what you're talking about, I think I think that would work fine. Also, you know, one of the things I'm kind of curious about is if if it happened to work out to get um, maybe a reentrant, in other words, a person who's been released from incarceration, oh. who's kind of turned things around in their life, yeah. I think for a person like that to come and work with us, mm-hmm. um, absolutely, I, I'd like to see that if possible, if available.
1: Yeah, well, I mean that sounds like a, a really eloquent solution to that problem because then you're, you're having someone who's familiar, who can empathize. Right. You're also bridging that gap because you're saying it's hard time for them to get a job that's a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, elevated above that minimum wage position. So that would right. be an opportunity for them. It also really helps with the peer modeling from them to the other reentry applicants so i think that would be that would be beautiful
0: and being part of the board basically they they would understand what else is going on in the community what other Mm -hmm. positions are opening up Mm -hmm. um hopefully they you know they could talk with their peers about um, opportunities available so that that in my mind that might be one of the ideal uh, kind of people to fill that position but Mm -hmm. we'll see who comes up
1: yeah, You never know what the wind may blow. You never know. Just like the weather here. <laughs> <laughs> and so is this something you're also <coughs> recruiting from outside of the community? You're recruiting nationally for this?
0: or No, at this point I think we're just looking here on the island mm-hmm. and seeing okay. if we can find local folks. I think local knowledge uh, would really help us and help them, mm-hmm. you know, um, in terms of the program stuff. So, you know, Ketchikan is, is a small place, and once you sit on a couple of the boards around town, you <laughs> mm-hmm. realize... You know, who everybody is and what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I think I think it uh, helps make things move a little smoother, actually.
1: So if someone were to listen to this, either, you know, live right now or on, you know, catchcanradio.com later on streaming, you know, and they wanted to maybe, if they, if they know someone, they can think of someone that would be good for the position, how would they go about, you know applying or (coughs) contacting who would they contact oh lisa's got it
2: yeah sure so um you can email us at info at org. Hmm. you could visit our website org or give us a call at 907-225-9355
1: awesome and then uh, i don't know if you know maybe the a similar question back to you lisa about some of the other positions you know maybe you know what, what kind of person are you looking for, for yeah. say the assistant director or, and, and is, that, is that something that's, you're trying to keep local as well, or is there a national,
2: Absolutely. national search? Yeah, no, we have a lot of um, valuable uh, people in this town, so we'd, we'd love to find somebody local. Mm-hmm. So the executive assistant, we're looking for somebody with some experience, um, or um, with administrative work, financial, logistical mm-hmm. support. Um and just someone that uh, can help Jackie out uh, it's a v- it, this is a big job to run a nonprofit mm-hmm. yeah you <laughs> I, know I, I know <laughs> <laughs> yep you definitely know uh, so someone um, yeah it is an executive assistant to Jackie um, the executive director um, and then the drug free community program coordinator um, that person would manage and implement the substance use prevention program and um, that position also has a task force as well. So the nice thing is, is that none of us are doing this single-handedly. Mm-hmm. This we we have pe- we pull in people from the community or we welcome them in from mm-hmm. the community um, to do this. And this that's how we collaborate is that we get people from different organizations, um, different lived experiences mm-hmm. that feel passionate about it and want to help make some change.
1: Amazing. So you have this this really beautiful crafted team of people that. Put together these these programs, and then you also uh, organize events. Is that is that right?
2: we do um so kind of in each of our different jobs uh there's things like so the event like the simulation that steve was was mentioning and then like a drug-free community and behavior health coordinator they work on hidden in plain sight and that was done last year we're going to go ahead and do that again this year i do not remember the the month that that's done uh, but that's great that's like a, a teen bedroom setup and um you know, they we help parents and kids uh, figure out spaces of where they might um, uh, hide some drugs or alcohol and such, um, and then have Uh-oh. yeah have therapists on board to ask you know to answer questions and help okay. them navigate those those things. Um, but yeah, there's I mean there's the Easter thing coming up, and then the job fair um, this weekend, Friday and Saturday.
1: Yeah, tell tell us a little bit more about the the job fair because you know I came in and there was a stack of papers you know in my my workspace here that had my name written on like what what is this and then i'm looking through there and i say oh there's my guest tomorrow you know what's this about
2: yeah so um i'll i'll i uh one of the hours i um will present on peer support and you guys were kind of already mentioning the the value in in peers Mm -hmm. um and peer support is a a thing really taking off in Alaska, um, it's utilized in other states, um, and it's about the value of lived experience, mm-hmm. that how valuable that is. Um, it doesn't require any college degrees, mm-hmm. um, and so we're working on, on um, capturing that and um, working on uh, employment opportunities mm-hmm. for those with lived experience.
1: And so that's this Friday, I believe. This Friday, yep. So tomorrow. At the plaza (laughs) tomorrow. Yes, yeah. I keep Uh, forgetting what day it is. I'm like, what what day is it today? It's Uh,
2: a weird week. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah, and one of the other things I'm going to touch on is um, mindset. I did a presentation Mm -hmm. with the Coast Guard, um, I think, a couple weeks ago, um, and I'm going to tailor this one just slightly to mindset when you're interviewing for a job um, or even just thinking about going out and searching for a job, you know, uh, what employers are looking for with a growth mindset um, versus a fixed mindset.
1: Can you tell me a little bit more about what that means? I know you're going to give a presentation, but maybe for our listeners who can't make it to the plaza tomorrow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So things like, um, when you're offered feedback about something that you did, do you take that feedback and try again? Or do you shut down and just say, it's, it's, you know, I'm not going to try again, um, Let's see, some other things. <laughs> John, a little bit of a blink.
1: Putting you on the spot here. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Right.
2: That's all right. Trying to think back to it. Um, but just, you know, how do I move forward? How do I overcome this obstacle mm-hmm. versus um, shutting down and, and not trying?
1: That sounds like it's something that could be really valuable for, for anyone to To really get into that growth mindset.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a as a parent, as a professional, mm. um, as a friend, yeah, mm. in on all aspects of life, for sure. Um, even like medical conditions and stuff, mm. your mindset, that growth mindset, is super important.
1: Yeah, I can imagine that would affect the outcome of of literally anything. Like, but that's interesting that you had mentioned that with medical.
2: Yeah, even chemical changes in the body when you're thinking mm. positively.
1: Now that's, that would be different, separate from like a placebo effect, right? Like this is. No. Well, no, well, I yes mean, it, it, proves no. it proves
2: it. It proves, oh, it proves it. that that growth mindset has a positive effect mm. versus a fixed mindset. Yes. Yeah. There's many studies. So YouTube it, Google it. Yeah.
1: You seem very passionate or like interested <laughs> in that, like your face <laughs> lit yes. up when Oh, you said
2: thanks. That. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it can be life changing. Mm-hmm. That's what life coaches do. That's what therapists mm. help you do. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So, how often do you work directly within Steve's program?
2: Um, so we all work together wherever we can help. Um, mm-hmm. So the the what I'm working with working on um, is the is crisis now bringing it to catch a can, and that is promoting nine eight eight. Right, someone to call. Mm-hmm. The next step would be someone to respond. Mm. So these are non emergent things that you don't require, maybe an ambulance. And um, so, this they would form a team with like a behavior health clinician or a peer support specialist, along with um, a community paramedic, and they would mm-hmm. drive an unmarked vehicle, just a regular vehicle, not an emergency one, mm-hmm. and say um, a reentrant participant um, is uh, needing some extra help. You know, they're. They may go use or uh, want to leave the house. They're not feeling very good. They just want to be done, and this team could respond to that.
0: Mm. I think it's part of an effort, too, to keep folks out of the hospital, clogging up the hospital ER Mm. and mm -hmm. um, trying to take a load off of uh, the police department, basically, Mm -hmm. um, and dealing with um, some of the mental health cases that we see here on the island. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. when we talk about substance abuse, too, it might be something to note is that every every single 100% of the reentrants that have come through um, the reentrant housing that we have, the small housing mm-hmm. we have, have all been substance abuse involved, mm. 100%. So they are all involved in um, aftercare, um, uh, they've all been through residential programs um, and so they still have a number of friends here in the community that are haven't made the decision yet to, to go that direction. So they keep trying to reach out to their friends and, Mm -hmm. um, it's a slippery slope sometimes, Mm -hmm. but you know, the fact that every single person who's come through the reentry program has been substance abuse involved, I think says something for our community these days. Oh, and what do you mean by that? Like the, something, well, it just, it seems like there's a lot more going on. There's, you know, um, I think that a lot of the resources here locally are stressed to try mm-hmm. and respond to everything that's that's needed these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know the answer to all of it. I just I know that um, I've lived here about thirty years, and, I, and I, it, it's changed in the past ten years. I mm-hmm. think, from what I've seen.
1: And then, do you feel like there's been any uh, any change in a positive direction <clears throat> in the more recent, you know, well, past I think since, so since I, COVID, yeah. maybe coming out of it.
0: Um, I, COVID was rough for most of us, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot more effort being put into, um, you know, substance abuse substance prevention programs. We're getting in mm-hmm. getting into the schools at an earlier earlier age for the youngsters. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I think the entire community is working hard to try and address the issue these days. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's you know, it's it's just interesting that you you said that you've seen. You know, maybe a, a downward trend or or an upward trend, depending on <laughs> which way you want to look at that graph, over the, you know the past. You know, from my experience, it has seemed like there's been a little bit of has of improvement. You know, I talk to more youth. Uh, uh-huh. I, you know, I, I as you know, director of Ketchikan Theater Ballet, I deal with youth more than adults, but it seems like the youth now seem to be in a better place than maybe when I talk to some older. Older people who are a little bit older, maybe the you know one or two generations before, like it was a little bit more prevalent. The the substance abuse, maybe a, a generation or so
0: ago. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I think the youth are, um, not going down the same direction that mm-hmm. we that we've we've seen the, or oh, even the 20 something year olds mm-hmm. kind exactly. of that area. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think a lot of that goes credit to various organizations that are involved yes. with kids and, and mm-hmm. healthy lifestyles that they're promoting with kids. these Absolutely. Days and, um, yeah. yeah,
2: we have a wonderful community here. Um, there's so many projects going on right now that that are focused with youth. Um, organizations that have been working for decades with youth. Um, we have the arts. Mm-hmm. We have stuff going on in schools um within the community it's really great i have started using this this phrase as um catch a can where we make our own sunshine mm. and it's on it, especially
1: sunshine. on a day like today yes <laughs> with the liquid sunshine
2: yes yeah <laughs> but we ha- we just have so many different things for um youth mm. to participate and we're working on even you know even more things so it's great yeah.
1: Uh, Staying on that track for now, are there any, you know, events or any programs specifically designed for youth that KWC has either coming up or that are running right now that people should be aware of?
2: There is um, a, a youth group that we have through KWC called PEERS, mm. um, and I don't know what the acronym, <laughs> acronym uh-huh. stands for, um, but they do a lot of uh, sharing in the community about substance use and mental health. They're in the schools. Um, they did a, a survey question morning uh, where they asked the kids questions about mental health, substance use, the resources in town, what they're aware of you know mm-hmm. what's available um and then uh the, the uh, ryc is spearheading a project called the sea level mm. project um and that will be for youth um and kwc and and so many people in this community are helping with that big 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 project mm-hmm. it's going to be wonderful and that's up and running
1: well, you know, when it, with any of these things, whether it's, you know, recidivism with Steve or like any peers or any of these things, what RYC is doing, I imagine you're going to need a lot of volunteers for these things because, you know, even though you have a great team, it's not enough manpower, woman power to be able to... Mm-hmm facilitate right. that right so you know is that something that you're actively looking for volunteers within the community
2: so usually we um, that's how we utilize our task forces mm-hmm. and then they also reach out to others as well so mm-hmm. it's 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 a, a web of networking
0: it's pretty volunteer based actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah there's we, we try to participate uh, wherever we can Uh, whether it be walk southeast Mm -hmm. um, the splash of color run hopefully (laughs) I said that right Stephanie Uh, (laughs) and then there's the Easter thing in the plaza coming up Mm -hmm. there's the job fair so we really try to help where we can
1: awesome and so if if people were wanting to get more information about any any program uh, what would you say is like the best way to get more information is a social media website call stop by do you have a physical address
2: uh, we do, yes. 602 Dock Street, Suite 108. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Stephanie Rossette does a great job with our, our Facebook and Instagram pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually have up-to-date information right there, so that's probably the easiest spot.
1: Okay. And then uh, just so people could find you, what was that website? Yeah, again?
2: absolutely. <laughs> if, they,
1: if that's the way that they wanted to go.
2: Yeah, our website is just org.
1: Short, sweet, to the point. Yes. I like it. Google yes. us. Google us. <laughs> Amazing. Well, is there are there any other things that I didn't I didn't touch on that you really were hoping to share? And of have your your notes. Sure. There? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Miss um, Alma Parker has been working on. Uh, she wrote for a grant and received it for Filipino art, culture, and community. Um, Amazing. Yes. Oh yeah. She's she's done such wonderful work, mm-hmm. meaningful, purposeful work. Um, her Absolutely. dance instructor classes. For Filipino dance starts at the end of this month, and uh, we got a glimpse of that at the Peace Health Centennial celebration. Uh, mm. Absolutely beautiful. So we're excited to see more of that dance.
1: Yeah, it's really beautiful art form that I think isn't, it, when it is showcased, everyone really responds really well to it, and that's so what's awesome that yeah. there are more opportunities for that. Yes. So there's gonna be lessons for anyone to learn how to to um, do the dance?
2: I believe she already has those selected for to become instructors and oh, then I once see. they're trained then um then they can hold their own classes and such.
1: Awesome I love that spreading it spreading the wealth yeah throughout the community yeah she does Absolutely. a lot of really awesome work yeah at the high school and within the Filipino community yeah. to to you know keep that cultural enrichment engaged yeah
2: and yeah. she I mean things like AEDs and CPR training, mm-hmm. um, throughout the community. She mm-hmm. just, yeah, real great work.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, if there's n- anything uh, else you want to share, on share my with list, us? No, no. nothing else on the list. I think we really touched on all the bases there got to know you a little bit better. We know how we can find you kwc.org and, you know, follow them on social media and see all the good work there.
2: Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah of thanks course. You for Thank us you today. for
1: coming by, and thanks for tuning here in here to First City Forum here on KTKN and streaming at KetchikanRadio.com. We'll be back tomorrow with First City Forum. Have a wonderful day, everyone.